Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna. Oh, hi, Mary Radzinski, my mare bear. Oh, my Cuda. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) It'll never get old to me, by the way. It won't. No, I think John, like I said, my husband's impressed with it. And hopefully he never starts calling me that, though, because that would be like a weird line to cross. Oh, my God. That really that would be a kind of a weird because it's an odd word. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a little close to cooter. I feel like someone said that they thought you said Sarah Cooter when you first said it too, actually. (laughs) That is, that just sounds like just the funniest, like, (laughs) hillbilly nickname, like Sarah Cooter, get over here. (laughs) Cooter Cooter is such a fucking gross word, but it's also amazing. (laughs) Like, it's such a combo of, of, I want to say it, and then I like, hate myself for wanting to say it. I'm very... Oh I'm yeah. Torn. Yeah. No, it's a tough one. It's, it's uh but I'm glad I'm I'm close to that with my winning nickname for you. <laughs> it's no problem. It's good. Well, welcome listeners to Yeah. Are hey, you a podcast? Uh, oh, <laughs> zing. Pardon me. Fucking yeah. skid marks on the driveway there. <laughs> wow. I am your podcast, Sarah. That's I, right. Uh, yeah. You I know am. you are. Yeah. I just Welcome. wanted to, I just wanted to throw it. you off. I like that. I like to be on my toes. No, I don't. But you know what I mean? I like that you did that. You got me. You got me. Welcome, everyone. Oh, thanks what is for. Uh... Yeah. Thanks for being here. And <laughs> <laughs> we sound deflated. We're not. We're just, you know. No, we're just sober. We're just um, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just trying to get through the day like everyone else. Well, you guys, um, I will want to say right up front that if you, the, the reviews and the subscribing has been so good. And so please keep it up. And, yes, you know, we very much yeah. appreciate it. It really helps us. It does. I know that it doesn't make sense that it does, but it does because it helps you get seen more and picked up more and people listen more. And so we appreciate that. And if you're listening on a platform that doesn't allow you to rate a review, you can always pop on iTunes. And even if you just hit the five stars and then jump back off five stars, not one, because then you're an asshole. Yeah, that's just, a, you know, again, take it up with me in person. Don't ruin our don't ruin our algorithm, you know. That's just mean. It's just Ooh, shitty. algorithm. You just threw that out there, like yeah, I like did. You, like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know, I know. Are you gonna? I'm waiting for you to spell it, but no. Um, a l g o r i t h m algorithm. Oh my god, you are something. I'll and tell now, you. That's now I'm really questioning impressive. that. I'm questioning. No, no, it now. I think you're right because I was picturing it. I'm actually a self-proclaimed good speller myself, and the way you went t h m at the end, that's correct. Okay, thank you. Whew. You're welcome. Yeah, my ass started yeah. sweating a little. Boy, I'll tell you, starting with the hot stuff, we are, aren't we? You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're welcome, everyone. Um, I will say that I am very, very excited about the movie we watched, and it's been a long time coming. I feel like even before we started this podcast, I had heard you mention how great this one was. It is, yes, everyone. We posted in our on our social media to to give you the heads up that we wanted to do. We reverted back to one from 2015. Yes, we did. And either you watched it on Amazon Prime or wherever else it's available. 
I know that it was on Prime for free if you're a Prime member and maybe you had to run yeah. it for two ninety nine, best two ninety nine you've ever spent in your fucking life if you had to yeah. do that. Yeah. But Mary and I had been discussing that we thought it would be fun to do a quote unquote classic. And I will call yeah. a 2015 Lifetime movie a classic. Don't come at me. I No, it, it is a fucking classic. You, now that I've seen it, I can I concur. You concur. And mm-hmm. of course, in our last week's episode, we had discussed that movie Killer Advice, which was a, a, a premiere. And Eric Roberts appeared in that movie. And as we said on that podcast, he did not appear enough in that movie. No, he did not. And we, I'll tell you what, we made up for it this week. We made up for it by going back to the very first. There is, there are four installments of Stock, <laughs> Stalked by Which My is Doctor. amazing in itself. I mean, talk about nine lives, Eric Roberts. He's oh. a fucking cat, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, you know that they just thought they ha- they thought well we hit this one out of the park so sequel 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 sequel. In fact, I think I might even be one behind because when looking up the original and seeing all the other ones, I thought I don't know that I even saw the last one, and I think Ooh. it was from 2019. So we're probably just gonna have to watch them all now and either in a row or not. But yeah, I think they're all available now, like on demand. But I also I recorded the three sequels because I was like, whether we talk about them or not, they're for mommy needs this. So. Oh, yeah. Well, they what they had done I, leading up to Killer Advice. And this is kind of another reason that spurred us to to decide this was they had aired all the sequels that day. Right. Right. I think another reason it built me up thinking this is going to be an Eric Roberts extravaganza in Killer Advice where yeah. they left me. You know, they basically rubbing, rubbed around on my on on the outside of my jeans and then left before I, I got finished <laughs> off. <laughs> Good for you for wearing jeans in that fantasy because I was wearing sweatpants. I was hoping they could get in a little bit. <laughs> you ever dry hump in sweatpants? It's not terrible. I'll be honest. Um, no, you're correct. I mean, that is, I should have <laughs> fantasized correctly and I should have been sweatpants on. <laughs> well, no, you're just, you're like, you're, you're, I think you're just handling COVID better. You probably worn jeans. I haven't seen, I haven't <laughs> seen a fitted garment in a long time. Right now. <laughs> so I'm going to have to face the music soon, I hope. But um, yeah, oh. so, but I'll tell you, he, uh, he was, I'm not as long. I'm not as long of a lifetime movie or Eric Roberts fan as you are, but I am. I'm sold and I'm hooked. Yes. So if you you definitely can get the other all the sequels on demand. If anyone wants to just enjoy your life and be ready, because we'll probably end up discussing them. Like I said, in a row or not, it just depends on what's airing every week. But we are starting with "Stalked by My Doctor," the OG from 2015. OG. With, yeah, no tagline, just says no, stalked by my doctor. Just, exactly. That's it. Yeah. I know. It was very confusing. John was finding it for me. He goes, is it the patient's revenge? Is it a sleepwalker's nightmare? Yeah. I was like, no, there's no tagline. That's what I, well, because I said, I'm like, oh yeah, no, they're all three are here. You're like, yeah, there's four. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. 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 Well, the uh, original for sure is at least on Prime, like I said. Anyway, I should be working for Prime at this point because I'm trying to get oh the customers God. and I'm really not. Um it's just wonderful. It's just it a is. wonderful film. And and I will say, you know, we see this and I love the reviews of people that are like, oh, you you know, hopefully you enjoy our podcast, whether you watch the movie or not. Not saying you have to watch the movie, but 
it's just a fun one. It's just a really good one. If if you're gonna, if you're gonna, yeah, this is one of the ones that I would. I uh, you definitely don't have to watch, as you've all probably noticed, because we we dig in deep for you. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you happen to miss the movie, you don't have to. But this one, just if you are a person who enjoys Lifetime movies and the real sort of meat and bones of them, which is mm. which is there's none, then you would enjoy this movie. I, it's it even it kick it kicks off. Let's just get into stop Wait, by the my noise doctor. that I just the noise that I just made after you said meat and bones. I was like, mm, like I'm sitting over here enjoying enjoying some ribs with my hands. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just really you got like meat and to bones. Eric Roberts and meat and bones, everything. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry about that little interjection um I'm, I'm picturing you with like a turkey leg in your mouth right now for oh, some reason that should be like my profile pic just <laughs> you know one of those big ones from disney world i don't know or oh. anywhere you get your turkey legs <laughs> i don't <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> or anywhere you get your turkey leg anywhere you get like i'm like i'm endorsed by a turkey leg brand and i just <laughs> felt bad about mentioning disney is that Frontierland? I don't know. It doesn't matter. The point is, the movie starts, and uh, Sophie's strong. the main. Starts strong. It does start strong. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it shows. At first, it's. Uh, it starts on Eric Roberts, as all movies should. Yes, sitting at a table, at like a fancy restaurant, looking at other couples longingly, and uh, the person he's he's waiting for doesn't show, and she texts him. And says, I'm not coming. I think she actually called him or something because oh, yeah, I remember right. hearing it wasn't her, a text. Yeah, well, yeah. I just remember hearing her voice saying, um, I'm not showing up. I don't think we're right for each other. And don't write, write on my wall. I'm going to block you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't write on my wall, you know. Because it was like a website date. And yeah. he's, uh, this is, you know, 2015, the apps weren't as, as, as flowing. So sure, this, sure. they referred to them being hooked up on a website. Very old school, guys. Very yeah. old school. And it's the here's one of my favorite things about Eric Roberts as and as stalked by my doctor. I can't name any of his other work, so except for killer advice. But my my favorite thing about him is he's so creepy, mm-hmm. but also you feel bad for him. Yes. <laughs> After this girl stood him up, you can tell that. She, the reason she called him and said, I don't think we're right for each other is probably because he said some weird shit on her quote unquote wall or whatever she was referring to. <laughs> yeah. But, he proposed on her wall before they met, probably. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And she just, he, he just looks so defeated. And of course, the waiter says, Are you waiting for someone? And it's just, we've, you know, most of us have been there or at least seen someone who's been there and you kind of feel sorry for him. But then he gets in his car after and starts rage driving at like oh. 115 miles an hour. And he's like, ah, and driving and driving. And then it just, you know, fade to black and stalked by my doctor comes up and you're just like, fuck yeah, let's go. This movie's going to oh rock. <laughs> I'm telling you, as, as he he accelerated in the vehicle, his yelling of stupid bitch just getting louder and louder. <laughs> and I can relate to that so much like I just I love maniacal repeating something out loud to yourself just whether it's anger excitement I need a friend I need to socialize (laughs) but you know what I mean it just I loved it I loved it 
no, it's it's wonderful. And I it you know, it shows you that you you're not supposed to feel bad for him because he's fucking bananas and that's fine. And then we meet Sophie, who is the other lead in the movie. She's a 18-year-old girl, we think, we hope, we assume, that just got into college. Yep. A, a legal teen, I like to call. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's the, basically her and her boyfriend are just all sitting out with their her, her best friends or something on some bleachers. And she finds out she got into college after her friend kind of acted like she didn't and blah, who cares? That's not what we care about. So she gets into college and then he, she and her boyfriend are driving somewhere and he starts texting and driving because he's about to get a scholar. He, he gets a phone call from someone about a scholarship because he's an athlete and it's just like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. Get to Eric Roberts. But <laughs> there he's texting and driving and she keeps warning him about texting and driving. And uh, of course we know that this is going to end badly, which it does. They get in a, a car accident and they have yeah. to go to the hospital and that's the hospital where. Eric Roberts works. Oh my God. Don't text and drive. I mean, obviously I feel a need to say that it is a pet peeve of mine. She offered to take the phone from him a million times and like do it for him. And that's what's wrong with that. I know Although then we wouldn't have this movie. So maybe I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> right. You know? I mean, the only, it had to happen that way. And they really yeah. hammered it home. They, I, whoever wrote this movie has either lost someone to like texting and driving or, yeah, yeah. or, or wrote the law and they're <laughs> correct that it is a very bad thing to do. And, and we can all agree on that. Don't do it. It's stupid. And you can end up in a hospital and then Eric Roberts will stalk you, but <sighs> they really hammered it home several times. I will say her dad. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, her dad, even, even when, even when her dad first has to go to the hospital to see her, he goes to the daughter who's fine. She's all laid up. We don't know who's injured badly yet or not, but he says, when he gets the phone call and goes to the hospital, he says to the doc, uh, to his daughter, he was texting, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, he knew, you know, Ryan's a, a one trick pony, that boyfriend of hers. And he clearly yeah. hadn't learned his lesson because I think they had a fender bender that was brought up before. Um, I do like that the first scene of Eric Roberts back in the hospital is he's in his office, his private office, and he is just going to town on a dating website, just like mm -hmm. scrolling through, looking his chops, you know, mm -hmm. and then like the nurse opens the door abruptly and he's like, I'm working and like turns the screen. And again, never been more relatable than like the last year of my life right now. Like when Mark comes in and I'm like slamming Facebook down, I'm like, no, I'm writing. I'm doing I'm doing <laughs> No, I'm paying bills. I don't know why Twitter's up. Go fuck yourself. You know, I'm doing but stuff. It, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm real busy. I'm real busy. So I Very, loved that. Yeah. It was real. You're, it's, it was so funny. And of course we realized that maybe, and he's this lead as we learned throughout the movie, he's this like top cardiologist in the country or something, which Obviously, and it's you can't, legit too yeah, for the first time in a lifetime movie <laughs> that he actually has the credentials that he claims to have. So I yeah. thought that was a, a step in the right direction. Yeah, he didn't murder someone and take over their office. He really is this doctor. And he yeah. even shows sort of flashes of him getting awards and whatnot. So he's legit. But I just, it seems like it would take a lot to be a cardiologist and to get to that position. So how you have time to even scroll through websites. I guess because he's close to retiring and he's done it all, you know. Well, yeah. And it sort of spoke to like, maybe that's why he hasn't found love. 
But then again, I don't know. The, again, the way he looks at every female, like they're raw meat. <laughs> I'm sure there's been a lot of uncomfortable nurses in his path or, you know, other doctors or other people that work within the medical setting. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, there's a couple scenes that we'll get yeah. to where he oh. was on a date. I think it was one that I even texted you a video of while I was watching it. Just oh, there's just some yeah. wonderful. But he meets some Sophie. Mm hmm. For the first time. And we think she's okay. They say that the Ryan's going to be fine and they act like Sophie's going to be fine. And he sits next to her kind of, you know, he does the, the doctor comforting thing. Yeah, I was comforted. I was comforted. And he said, uh, does such and such hurt? Does such and such hurt? Okay. And one last question. Do you like sushi? <laughs> and she says, keeping it light. She says, yes. And he goes, great. We'll go out for some sushi when you feel better. Now, this is bedside manner, doctor trying to make you realize you're going to be fine. Yeah, this older doctor, he knows the kids really like sushi. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, first thing on trying his to mind. to be relatable. Yeah. But then, I and I- it was good effort. I thought she was fine. And then the parents show up and then Eric Roberts basically says to them, oh, she- we have to get her in to heart surgery faster. She's going to die. Yeah. Life oh. or death. Big, like immediate. Yeah. He really kept his calm with her and then got right to the point with the parents. Which I guess is what you have to do, right? You can't, yeah. you can't yeah. make a, pa a patient panic, especially if it's her heart thing. You don't want to get her heart rate up, I guess. So yeah. he, he comforted her with a weird sushi line. And then he told the parents she's about to croak so we got to get her yeah. into surgery yeah <laughs> buckle up say some prayers i as they're wheeling her off into surgery and the parents are all upset and she's freaking out i was thinking like you know you're a great doctor up to this point but i think the girl could stand to take a benzo or something to calm down a little bit she's like watching her parents freaking out she's very upset i think they could have started her iv drip sooner this is true there should have been some sort of and she, even breathing, she definitely seemed to be in a lot of pain and was saying that she was. So yeah. I think that Eric Roberts could have stopped thinking about his dates for the evening just for a second and <laughs> dropped a little bit of morphine into this young yeah. lady. Mm -hmm. Give her a, give her a little, little nap serum and, you know, but <laughs> nap serum. It's totally fine. Um, yeah. And then you, like you said, uh, they show like, her boyfriend, he's laying there bloody. They didn't really clean him up too much. Sophie's dad goes and sees him and he's pissed that he's about the texting. And then what does he do, Sarah, to his <laughs> phone? He, I Why? thought of you during this because he, he says to the, he says, the dad says to Ryan, the boyfriend, you were texting. You almost killed my daughter. Ryan feels bad. And dad doesn't say anything else, but he just goes, give, give me that about Ryan's phone. And Ryan... <sighs> willingly just hands him his phone, which I know pisses Mary off. We know that Mary doesn't think anyone should just hand their phone over to anybody. No. And, no, and then he put, he puts it into the receptacle with like the dirty syringes and <laughs> the biohazard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe not chick gloves, but you know what I mean? Like you're not going to, you're not going in there. And listen, adults, I mean, the kid was an adult. He was 18. That's property, man. Like you can't, you can't take someone's property from them like that. Yeah, that's so willy nilly. I mean, like we said, these kids are about to get into college. They're all eighteen. We based based on this storyline. You can say based, based the, on <laughs> us just making them eighteen because 
we're we're about the clean life here. Yes. Yeah. And I definitely yeah. think they have to be. I think Lifetime yeah, they were. would never have. But yeah. she, anyway, he, as a, you know, enough of a person to say, I don't have to give you my phone. Now, at the same time, he obviously feels guilty and yeah. probably thinks to himself, I can't really fight this guy off if he wants my phone because I'm laying here with a broken leg or whatever. So, and I almost just killed his daughter. Mm-hmm. But the dad could have yeah. just taken it, maybe and, and, and anything. And, he didn't have to put it in the biohazard. Yeah, yeah. that was a little, it was a little aggressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they operate on Sophie. Yeah. And the parents are waiting in the waiting area, whatever it's called. And out comes Eric Roberts, takes his glasses off real slow and stares at them. And they kind of stare back at him. And then they go, well, well. And then he says, she's going to be fine. That's not how it works. (laughs) If she's fine, you come out right away. You go, she's good. She's good. She's good. She's good. She's good. You got two parents waiting to find out if their kid's dead or alive. You don't take your time. You and don't pull yeah, off you don't your glasses. Have to create buildup. Also, he sweat through his scrubs so bad. Under the arms of his scrubs, it was like a giant circle on each side. I'm not going to say that I didn't think it was kind of a little bit sexy just because, you know, it was Eric Roberts and he's mm-hmm. just. He just com- he's a very commanding presence, but <laughs> it just showed like that he really had to work in that surgery. So like on top of the silence, he looks like he was, you know, doing calisthenics for five hours. I mean, you know, he looked like he had had seen some stuff, seen you know, on stuff. top of all that. Yeah, it's really have, funny because yeah. I didn't even notice. And, oh. you know, how sensitive I am about underarm about sweat the, because I sweat well, like a monster when I perform. And that's. I mean, and just so everyone knows, it's, I mean, it's work. It's not easy. I have to put something into it, but it's not physical exertion, but whatever it is inside me comes mm-hmm. out through my mm-hmm. underarms while I'm performing or doing anything on camera. Well, I'm the same way. And I love how you always manage to look cute and you like figured it out with the types of tops that you wear and stuff. I just wear black, <laughs> black and a cardigan. Like, don't look at me and don't try to <laughs> hug me. You're going to get wet. Like my, I've never done stand up without my back sweating. Yeah, I do. I mean, for the most part, I wear black shirts, but then I found, yes, I found some lace top. Anyway, it's a whole thing, everybody. I oh, also I've sweat through scrubs before. Now you might be like, wait, when Mary, you know, what were you doing wearing scrubs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good question, Sarah. I believe <laughs> it was fall of 98 or 99, maybe. And I was, uh, in college and I was getting my first and only tattoo, the beloved tramp stamp. Mm. And for some reason mm. um, I was friends with a lot of nursing majors and I had gathered some of their scrubs and I was wearing a pair of scrubs. And anyway, I, I, they're long Wait, Did you wear short, them because it would be more comfortable to I think a- access so. the area that the tramp stamp goes to? And I, that's a good question. I've never been that reasonable or logical, so probably not, but it was very convenient turns out. <laughs> but I did, um, I remember sitting at one point and I like sweat through them, uh, very badly. So, so you're like Eric Roberts. Yeah. Right. Sorry about that. That was stupid. But yes. Uh, it's a wonderful story. Yeah. You know, it took it took a lot of work. I saved some lives, made them better, at least with this tramp stamp. 
Anyway, okay. Yeah, he sweats for his scrubs. Oh, he and go- then, then the he goes to see her. Yeah, he goes oh, to see her. And this is when it gets real creepy, guys. Real <gasps> yeah. lifetime creepy. Oh, I mean, I was shook, as you would say. Yeah, he goes in to see her and she's asleep and he kisses her on her lips while she's asleep. And it was so creepy. Open mouth. Open mouth, full, just kissed her right on her lips while she's sleeping. And I just thought, oh, my God, does this also also I just started thinking, does this happen in real life? Do doctors do? They don't. I know they don't. But well, you've heard those stories about those like people in a coma that like give birth nine months later. Oh, right. I don't. I mean, (laughs) I mean, are they common? (laughs) I don't think it's I don't think it's common, but let's just say it's happened. There's some sick puppies in the world. There there definitely are. But we can agree that the uh, 99.99999% of the medical community are not Eric Roberts creepy. But this was well done and super creepy and just made me so uncomfortable to think about ever being completely knocked out ever again just for anything just because it's just uh, it was just it was super creepy but that's the point of it struck a chord and it was like it was the sort of thing that even if like my partner my boyfriend did that to me I would be like the fuck you do you know if I found out about it later (laughs) you know I mean and let alone a stranger doctor person but yeah, yeah that was that was it was very it was very like sensual on his end very asleep on her end but it was a lot (laughs) you know very that's the way to describe it yeah yeah it was like that and um oh and then her parents come in and that yeah and the dad is you know says thank you so much doctor and then the mom goes I know if she was awake she'd want to kiss you but she can't so I will and then she pecks him on the cheek where most oh. probably parents would peck a doctor for saving a life, which totally makes sense. But the dichotomy of what he just did, to it just oh, creeped yeah. me out. I was just like, oh, well done, Lifetime. You just gave me the complete willies. <laughs> I was like waiting for him to be like, oh, I think she'd want to give me a blowjob. <laughs> like he waltzes <laughs> out of there. Yeah, it was it was it was perfectly done. And it was scary. And, you know, there's that feeling of like, oh, my God, he's going to get caught. He's going to get caught. I felt that throughout the whole movie. Uh, but they did it. The time no, was key. No, no, nobody was paying much attention to things he did, no matter how weird he got. Um, no. And then she does. Sophie wakes up and the dad. She says she wants to call Ryan and check on him. And the dad says, you can't. I threw his phone away. And she. Kind of gets mad, and then he launches into a test, a texting PSA. Basically, he they threw in a full on public service announcement where he talks about texting and driving, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah, they uh, did. that was nice. And then she says, "Did did Ryan visit me while I was asleep?" And she they go, "No, he hasn't been here. He went home." And she goes, "Oh, that's so weird. I thought he could have. I could have sworn he came in and kissed me." And you're like, "Oh, gross!" They brought I- it back up. I know. And I thought that was going to come up again later, like where, you know, I mean, it does in its own way. Right. But no, they never they never put that together, did they? But they should have. Well, the doctors, he is at this point. Like you said, he'd been scanning earlier for for dates. So he goes on another date and this was real hot to trot on these online sites. Yeah. 
he, he, this woman who seems perfectly normal and lovely, and if he could have just kept his cool, this is his big problem in this movie, is he just can't keep his cool. I know. So he tells her that he has a house in Cabo, and it looks fucking nice. And he starts showing her. He says he's going to take her. He tells her she doesn't have to work anymore. He's mm-hmm. gonna, he tells her he wants to spoil a rotten. I mean, he was ticking all my boxes, if you know <laughs> what I mean. I and I mean, even then he's like, he wants to raise a family. She'd never have to work. And then obviously that's a lot for a for first date, date. Yeah. You know, but I'll be honest, maybe I'm a sick fuck, but I'd have been like, let's go pack our bags. Okay. <laughs> I mean, think of how much time you'd save, you know? Uh, yeah. There was part of me that just thought, just go for it, lady. I know. At least I love go Cabo. Go to. I was going to say that's your spot. Go to Cabo for a couple weeks and think about it. You know what I mean? See how it goes. Just tell your tell your work you're on vacation and that you'll be back and just and play it out. And then if he get a fucking doctor's note from from him from him, he'll be like, "Yeah, your heart's a little off. We need gonna gonna keep you out for a couple months." Yeah, just go check it out. Maybe this is the pandemic, people, in us that that just. Wonder yeah, why you wouldn't craving. just get yeah. away from it all if you had a shot. But mm. she obviously is a is an intelligent lady with a normal, more reasonable with yeah. <laughs> reaction. Who says, "I think we're good. I think I'm out." Um, and she starts to get up and leave. And Eric Roberts says, "Did I do something wrong? Please don't go. Just please tell me what I'm doing wrong. Please don't go. I'm obviously doing so something sad. wrong. I know. I'm telling you, they do a really good job of making you feel kind of sorry for Eric Roberts yes. when it gets creepy, and until he snaps, of course. And oh, so she, that's the clip you sent me. Well, and also she says, "Okay, I'll tell you what you're doing wrong." She says, "We met four hours ago and we had coffee, and now we're at dinner." Which I thought already, well. That's a long date. I know that like that had to have been extended, right? It wasn't like, yeah, I was just surprised. I was like, what do you mean you went? So you went to coffee four hours ago and now you're at dinner. Did you yeah. go home and change in between? I just assumed they met right. at dinner. So I just thought that was a weird random thing to throw in there. But so she says that's, I just can't, you know, this is a lot and this is what you're doing wrong. You're scaring people. And she gets up to leave and he goes, <gasps> oh, Okay, whatever, you fat ass bitch. <laughs> it made my fucking soul sing. And I don't know what, maybe I've never heard those words paired just like that or like fat ass bitch. It really <laughs> just, worked for me. And she had, she didn't have a fat ass. No, of course not. Yeah. It was just, and it was just so funny. And also just shows you, they're kind of letting you know this psycho just goes from immediate. I want to take care of you to (laughs) your fat ass bitch piece of shit for not loving me back. And he starts following her out. I mean, people in the restaurants are just staring at him and he follows her all the way out to her car. I mean, it's very, that's a lot too for a first date. And he's just (laughs) yelling at her and he, and she gets into her car and he goes, it doesn't matter. I have a girl at work who needs me and she needs me. And I, and I need her. I don't need you. Good luck getting a boyfriend. I'm defriending you. And she, all this while she's driving off as if she was going to turn around and go you know what let me rethink this actually you know what i want to keep my friend count up on this site i don't want to risk this um 
I'm going to go get maybe murdered in Cabo. Just, yeah, it was, it was super weird, but it did. It was like, oh, he's very crazy. As much as like, I had to tell myself, Mary, knock it off. You're just enamored with Eric Roberts for whatever fucking reason. Like maybe your dad or grandpa didn't hug you enough. I don't know. Maybe, but like (laughs) he is crazy. I don't know. Maybe I'm the fat ass bitch he needs. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Oh, well, it was just really, they just really opened it up to let you know that Eric Roberts doesn't do well with rejection. No. And he's very communicative about it, too, (laughs) whether it's to the other person or just the world and himself. Um, or just a quiet place where he freaks out, which is also fun to watch. I don't, I, I forget. He has a name in this movie, but I just like to call him Eric Roberts. Just so oh, whatever. Yeah, me too. I, I went back bef- between ER, Dr. Beck and Eric Roberts, but I always went back to Eric Roberts. I just couldn't stop. Right. Dr. Beck, um, the famous yeah, Dr. Dr. Beck. Beck. Uh, he, so like her boyfriend's pissed that, or no, she's pissed. Her boyfriend hasn't reached out to her. And Sophie, then this was yeah, another back to Sophie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sophie back in the hospital. This is another kind of a creepy moment that really, really touched me in some weird places. Um, Eric Roberts, it shouldn't have. I'm a sick person. But Eric Roberts <laughs> goes in to check on her. And he clo- but like also the way he like just hurriedly like closes the door. You're like, ah, no, like it's like claustrophobic. Like, don't do yeah. that. And her mom had just gone, I think, to get food or something. And he's like, hey, yeah, I just want to, you know, change your bandage on this scar that's right by your sweet, sweet tit, you know, and you're just like, (laughs) you're like, I see where this is going. And she's like, oh, no, um, the nurse actually just changed the bandage. And he's like, oh, I've got some new ointment in my dick. But no, he didn't say in my dick, but that's what he meant. It is what he meant. You're right. I didn't even think about that. It was a weird undertone. Well, they showed the ointment on his fingers and I'm no doctor. I'm no sciencey, but it looked like something I've recognized. I mean, no, not really. It was not his semen. I'm just saying it was sort of I felt like it was kind of like an innuendo, maybe. It was an innuendo for sure. And they and he puts this ointment on and he, she goes, is this going to hurt after he tells her to kind of raise up her shirt just just to below the boob? There's no boob or anything. Yeah, but, you're right. And then yeah. he's pr- and then he's putting the ointment on her scar. And it's just a creepy moment because we already know what he did while she was sleeping. And then she goes, that doesn't hurt at all. And he's like, <laughs> and <you're, "Ugh." laughs> well, and also I sort of wanted to fucking puke on my own lap when I realized he was not wearing gloves and he's just like digging that ointment with his fingers and his fucking fresh wound. Just yeah. getting it really in there, you know, while holding eye contact with her. It was he was he was doing some finger practice, if you know what I mean. He was, yeah. He he was showing her how he could rub around in an area without <laughs> hurting. Without oh, guys, hurting it was her. uncomfortable. Yeah. At I'm best. sorry, I do make it like that, but that is where my brain goes, and I I think that's what Lifetime is intending. Like, if you're watching oh. it, I'm like, oh, what a nice doctor, and he just he just wanted to, you know lube up that. Fucking no, wound. no, 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 no. I don't think I mean, any, was, if anyone thought that they yeah. need to go get their head checked. No, there nobody yeah. thought he was a nice doctor doing it. It was very creepy. And he was right in her face and yeah. saying, if your boyfriend doesn't appreciate you, maybe you need another boyfriend. And boys that age don't know how to talk or communicate or whatever. And, you know, we already know Eric Roberts has no problem communicating. That's not his problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's his uh, first thing on his <laughs> dating website. Big communicator. 
Yeah. And then the mom walks in and she sees they're a little face to face and you can tell she's a little, "Mm, this isn't good. Now she's the first character that I've watched in a while that actually immediately alarm bells went off for her. I appreciated that. I, I felt the same way. I wasn't, I mean, I hadn't seen any of these or any, but yeah, she was like, I feel like a normal response to everything. Yeah, she and she even said the doc, the doctor Eric Roberts left, and she says to her daughter, "Was there a female nurse present when he changed the bandage?" And she says, "No." And she says, "Well, there should be." And she's obviously not happy, so she's kind of she's her she's on high alert about yeah. this doctor. Well, and and when she walks in like that, and then like he's like, "Oh yeah, no," and he goes and and it, you know maybe it's appropriate, or whatever, like to give Sophie a little a, a hug, but it ended it was a big hug, and he's real handsy, and like they sort of zoom in and see like the mom, you know, she smells a rat, and then like of course the perfect storm, you've got this like sweet girl whose life has been saved, and she's like, "I love you, Doctor Beck," and he's like trying not to, you know show his oh, erection yeah. or whatever. I, think, I yeah. think right after they showed him going through the hospital, we just sort of in slow motion with just the words echoing in his head. I love you, Dr. <laughs> Beck. I love, and he's just smart. He is on cloud nine. He's like, she oh, loves yeah. me. It's like, that's not what she means. She's an right. 18 year old girl saying, I love you to the person that saved her life. Let's right. But Eric Roberts does not take things that way. He takes things no. very seriously or too seriously or not seriously enough. I'm not sure. Maybe all of the above. Just very wrong is he wrongly a word. He takes <laughs> things very wrong. Wrongly. Uh, Let's say wrongly. wrongly. We created it. If it's not a word, the it wrongest, is <laughs> the most the wrong takes he's ever. Yeah. Wrongly. Um, yeah. And then like Sophie gets out of the hospital. She hasn't heard from the boyfriend who put her in this position. He's been avoiding her. And like, she's like, he's all upset because his leg doesn't work anymore, which is unfortunate for someone who I think was going to get a soccer scholarship. I mean, it was awful. He he goes, I can't run full speed anymore. And it's just kind of that. But he's like blaming her. Yeah. It's obviously it it was that classic sort of moment that you're going to see when someone who he was going to have a scholarship and then his leg broke and that fuck. Obviously that sucks. But right. Then it kind of at first I hated him and then it kind of turned in that moment to where he basically says, I I can't face you. I did this to you. But then yeah. when he but then when even she says, I don't look at it that way. I don't blame you. We'll get through this together. Then he just gets a little bitter about his leg and throws her out of the room. And I'm like, OK, I know he's an immature, you know, guy, but just get your shit together. I mean, this girl's yeah. so she's a pretty girl who's still willing to be your boyfriend after you almost killed her, even though she said, give me your phone and give me your phone. I know. And then the mom, when she goes home and tells the mom about Ryan acting like that, the mom says, well, try to see it from his perspective. And that rubbed me the wrong way. Well, yeah. And here we liked how she thought about things and then she has to turn around and be an asshole. Well, because I think it's more, it's more, no, don't, you know what, if he's not, obviously if he's going to lick his wounds, he's going to lick his wounds. And if he's not mature enough to handle facing you and licking his wounds at the same time, then you can do better. He was, yeah, he was fine. He comes around. We end up liking him. Yada, yada. Um, I will say the next, like the dream sequence, uh, (laughs) cause they don't, they don't make it like, you don't know right away that it's a dream, but then, then you do, you know, but it's like, uh, good old Eric Roberts, Dr. Beck's house at night. Sophie shows up just, just, he goes to the front door and, 
somehow she knows where he lives in his dream, obviously. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's a real. She's like, I can't stop thinking about you. Yeah. Like, but you could tell, like, this is adding to his bullshit. You know, it's like, ooh, because then he sees her the next day and he puts breath spray in before he sees her. <laughs> it is so creepy. I mean, if anytime, just red alert. If anyone's ever going to a doctor appointment and you see him squirt a couple sprays of breath spray in his mouth on his way in, <laughs> just run. I don't I mean, oh, maybe he could be worried about his breath, but probably not. And if he's a smoker and he just doesn't want you to know, that's fine. But you shouldn't be that close to your doctor's face to ever know what their breath smells like. No, exactly. I know. Would I rather have a doctor put breath spray in because they want to French me or because they just had like a Long Island over lunch? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. I'd probably go with the Long Island because I feel like their autopilot's probably pretty strong. Yeah, that's true. I definitely prefer that. Um, yeah, she she's unaware, obviously, right now she's unaware of any of this. She brings him a gift. She brings him like a little tiny teddy bear, which is sweet. And it's holding a heart or something. I thought it was a little much for an 18 year old. She's not five. Same. Same. Also, um, you know, obviously we'll get there or we won't. But like, I'm just going to jump ahead to the one part. He he gets her a doll. Yeah. And I'm like. That's weird. This girl just got her like college acceptance letter. And yeah, and he, and he got dolls because he knew she liked him because he had broken into her house at one point, which is so. Oh, that was, she yeah, was that was collecting them. So yeah, it's I all a little. No, yeah. that's fine. I mean, we're not, there's no rules here. I'm just yeah. saying that yeah. there's a, a couple things where you just go, this isn't, she's giving him this little teddy bear to a full grown man doctor. It just seems like an odd choice, but. What, yeah, whatever. And it says like you'll always have my heart or something in the note. Yeah, she writes a like note that. saying you'll always have my heart because he saved her heart. And listen, who knows how emotional you feel after you almost die. And also, for the most part, other than the fact that we know she's about to get into college, that doesn't mean someone's completely mature. She seemed a little immature until she started yeah. fighting back, and then she was a badass. And I don't, I don't, I feel like I'm like the creepy uncle at Thanksgiving who just keeps saying like sex and fucking, you know, cause I am, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like a frat guy, but it's like, I, as soon as they showed him just like looking at that teddy bear longingly in his car, I'm like, he's going to fuck that teddy bear. Is he? <laughs> you know, I mean that I honestly was like afraid they were just going to like show the teddy bear, like be lowered below the <laughs> You know, but below the dashboard when yeah. you just see him lean yeah. back in his yeah. seat. Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly surprised they didn't go there at this point yeah. because it, the- there was no nobody was was on creep alert for the writing this new move. This movie. Nobody said, oh, this is a little much. They were right. full, full, full creep throttle. <laughs> full throttle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. And then like he follows her. He's like out in front of her house, follows her to it looked like a mall food court or something. I don't know. Uh, and she's with her friend. So this is Sophie, obviously. And and he like he gets within her view. So she's like, oh, Dr. Beck and calls him over. And then like they start to Sophie sort of starts to pick up vibes. At one point, he like strokes her finger. And I was like, color pull. Ooh, it was. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. He's he. he the friend got up to get some cake or something and, and, you know, obviously he's just acting like it's a, 
coincidence that he's at this food court or where the fuck they're eating. <laughs> but yeah, he goes, he goes, he rubs her finger and says anytime or to, about something saying the note meant a lot to him. Maybe he finally read the note. Yeah. She gave him, said it meant a lot to him. And then, and then he, <laughs> then he goes, Hey, um, I was thinking about going to see a movie. Do you want to, you want to catch a movie, <laughs> catch a movie? I mean, he is so like, bad at subtlety. It's I know. I'm surprised he wasn't like, "Hey, um, you want to? I'm going to Cabo tomorrow. You want to come to Cabo?" Like, <laughs> you yeah, he invite. You're her doctor. Your cardiologist. He invites you to, <laughs> to the oh. movie, and then she says no, and then the friend comes back, and he just makes a quick, abrupt, angry exit. And they're both like, well, that was weird. And then the next thing we know, again, one of my favorite moments of the movie, he's in this alleyway screaming and just he's hitting a fence. And then he goes and sees a bunch of garbage cans or something and starts just tossing them around. And he's like, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. doctor. I am a doctor. Oh, Oh, so good. Full like Bruce Banner, Incredible Hulk, and then crying like a little girl in a puddle at the end, which (laughs) I sort of love the rank because he's like, it's almost like all of his energy and he's screaming, just fucking violent, awful, and then like sobbing. It's like, oh, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's the insight his into range his, is amazing. His, his range. Yes. His mm-hmm. his emotional range is mm-hmm. high and low. Well, she tells her parents, she tells her parents, obviously, after this, she says, Dr. Creepy ass or she tells her mom and she's she says, Dr. Creepy ass asked me out to a movie and the dad's. The dad says, oh, you're overreacting. He's the best in the business and I want you to have the best doctor. Guys will be guys. And then the mom goes in into a bit of a tangent of, I don't like that bullshit. Why do you say guys will be guys and women will be held to higher standards and blah? And I love it. She's having the appropriate reaction. She's right. Right. I think most fathers, (laughs) I would imagine if you say, hey, I just quote unquote bumped into my 50 or 60 year old doctor. I don't, I have no idea his age uh, at, at the food court. And he rubbed my finger and then asked me out for a movie. Most dads would, their whole head would explode. And yeah. Instead he, he says, like you said, guys will be guys. Sometimes they cross lines. It sucks. The world's (laughs) awful. And then like, you know, pass the biscuits or whatever the fuck he's doing. It was like, what? Yeah. Chauvinistic fuck. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to punch my TV, but oh, he does well, go, then he goes and talks to, goes, okay, I'll go talk to him, I guess. But also like, how fucking weird is that, that that's the dad's choice? Like rather than switching doctors, you're like, I'm going to go have a weird conversation with a doctor and see if he wants to fuck my daughter. You know what I mean? Like it just, it seemed, but I get it. He's the best cardiologist and they want to yeah. keep like her her care, you know, consistent and, you know, but it's weird that you want, yeah, you want her, you want the doctor's side of the story. No, you take your daughter's side and you ask the hospital to give you another cardiologist, but yeah, and they go off about his credentials and the best in the business. And then when he talks to the doctor, uh, Eric Roberts fucks with him a little bit to make him think more that he needs him by, oh, right. He defends himself. He says, I didn't ask her. I just told her I was going to see a movie. And then, you know, I think she's having these, patient doctor things where yeah, we, like they idolizing start, your doctor or something yeah and he he shows him about the node and the bear and he well, says that's you pretty know good ammo i know, you know it's not bad i mean the notes a, a, a little much 
Yeah. And then he says she may need surgery again. And you want me, I'm the best. And so it's a weird threat kind of, but the, and the dad sort of leaves going, okay. I- <laughs> I'm surprised the dad didn't high five him. It's just like, boys will be boys, you know, and like fucking fist knock, bump, whatever. I yeah. just said fist knock. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> well, he, he calls his wife and they basically go, yeah, I guess we have to stick with this guy. And she goes, okay, but if he does... He rubs her finger and asks her out to a movie one more time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't need him getting that ointment all over my daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was gross. The next the next scene of like when he's like, or I don't know if it's the next scene, but the, where he's he's lurking outside of her house again and he sees, mm-hmm. I guess, the mom and her Sophie leave. Like they get in the car, mm-hmm. breaks in. Not sure how he knows that the dad isn't home just lucky maybe oh yeah but and he and he with, breaks in easily like very easily and then like he i mean <laughs> he goes upstairs and if you thought it was weird when you saw him sniffing her doll clothes you would have been very upset when he takes off his fucking shoes and gets in her bed under the covers and start sniffing the be- the comforter and like, the bed just and inhaling ro- oh. everything. I mean, I, I mean, I could just imagine. I don't know if I w- was involved in this movie, if I was the director or script supervisor or whatever role I had, how I would maintain my silence during that scene. I don't know if no. I would have cried or laughed, but I, some I know. emotion would have been coming out of me because it. I think I would have been laughing because I feel like he probably has the attitude of making sure everyone feels light on set and then does oh, right, the creepiest right. shit possible. But it was a lot. I mean, if you guys uh, haven't seen this movie, that scene alone will either make you never want to watch Lifetime again or subscribe to any service that they have. I can't decide. There's there's also something just about like a grown established man just like kicking off his wingtips and diving into like a roughly comforter bed and thrashing around like a true psycho that I was like I feel like I had to hold my own hand like it was it was a lot I really it hit me and and then and then fucking they come home he's so either rubbing one out or whatever you know getting all lubed up with his ointment that he he's like not even and that's to me the crazy is that he's not even remotely concerned about anyone coming home that he's anyone coming home like hasn't crossed his mind i mean he i'll tell you what he's enjoying himself he lives in the moment and that's neat because i feel like i wish i could do that a little better you said and that's neat (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean like i mean think about that he didn't he didn't let the worries of (laughs) anything get to him he was enjoying breaking and entering uh yeah Yeah, who knows what else (laughs) yeah just really comfy and then so then something you know either he comes or that he comes to if you will and and they're home and he only knows that because he hears the doorbell ring and the boyfriend shows up. They go up into that room and he, he's right there. He has to hide in the bathroom. Oh, my God. Yeah. they <gasps> Ryan comes to visit her. They go into the, He runs and hides in the bathroom. And then he just but he doesn't even close the door or try to hide in the shower. <laughs> he just stands 
right in the crack of the door staring at Sophie and Ryan the whole time. And they're having a conversation and he starts gripping the door because he's getting mad about the things that he says. And then Ryan... He he basically says to her, I have to I have to confess something to you. I asked the nurses how you were all the time. Oh, great. No, well, yeah, you fucking yeah. should have. You put me in the hospital. Right. That's not anything to brag yeah. about. He wanted to see if he was going to be charged with vehicular manslaughter. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he didn't give um, a shit. No, no, no just it's just I just thought it was weird. It was as of course you asked the nurse how she was doing because you were supposed to be a normal human being. But then right. he breaks out his um, grandmother's ring. Yeah. And says, I wanted to give this to you. And she says, well, what does that mean? And he, he says, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. No, no. What does it mean? Is this a promise ring? Yeah. Is this an engagement ring? Yeah. Is this, I'm sorry, I almost killed your ring. What's the ring? What is it? Right, right. We go into the dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it didn't make sense to and me. That, watching that made Eric Roberts grip the doorknob of the bathroom real hard and grit his teeth. And he was just staring right at them and Zero. Nobody noticed. I really yeah. like to believe if I'm looking at a closet right now and it's got a crack in it. And if we, it's cracked open, if someone was in there right now staring at me, I'd really like to believe that I would see them. I I think you would. I think there's a level of self-awareness that no one who lives within these Lifetime movies is allowed to have, because I'll have you note that uh, when she goes upstairs to her bedroom with her boyfriend, not she does. She's like, oh, my room's a mess. Not like, oh, my bed was made, but oh now it looks like a grown man uh, was jerking <laughs> off in here, fully dressed under the covers. That's weird. Like never like like that wasn't even brought up. No, it was so funny. You're right. Because she when he first walk in. Obviously, he was jolted so quickly to reality. He didn't have time to clean up Finish. after herself and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it was she just goes oh my room's a mess and at first you think she's about to go I didn't leave it this way no nothing yeah. no yeah. why are my doll's underwear on the floor why yeah. is my yeah. bed nothing why is my bed where why is my bed damp like, yeah <laughs> why why does it look like someone had night terrors like a whole family in my covers while I was gone for 20 minutes not Nothing. even like so that's why she didn't see him looking at her from the bathroom that's a good point there's they I think there's, they're all robbed of peripheral vision <laughs> or something I don't maybe know maybe she's extremely nearsighted or farsighted whichever <laughs> I get a I get a mirror I get a mixed oh, up so do I but I know what you meant the one that the one that makes her you not hop. see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Oh, oh, God. Anyway, well, luckily they never see him and they go downstairs because she, she wants to show off this ring that she doesn't know what it means. And Eric Roberts knows this house really well, even though he just got in and manages to finagle himself outside a back door unseen yeah. and unheard of by yeah. anyone else in the <laughs> I'm house. I'm not sure how he made it through the open concept kitchen where the mom clearly was to the back door, but he did it. He's, he's quick. He's quick for a guy three times her age, you know? And then and then the thing he does next is Ryan. You know, he's obviously Ryan's under his skin because oh, right. yeah, he's, he's seen her at the making out with <laughs> and he shows up for Ryan's next doctor's appointment. But he has mm-hmm. Ryan has a different doctor and he shows up to quote unquote check in on him and says, 
And Ryan obviously has been told about the weird moment. So he's, he says, oh, hey, Ryan, remember me? And Ryan's like, yeah, you're the one that asked my girlfriend out. And the doctor just goes, oh, boy, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm just here to talk about how you're doing. And everyone drops it. And then his doctor comes in and says, Ryan's doctor comes in and says, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, well, I was at the hospital the night he came in. I just wanted to check on him. And then and that doctor, she's a, it's a woman. She goes, oh, that's nice. And then just turns around and they both completely ignore Eric Roberts for the whole rest of the scene while he has a chance to steal Ryan's phone, walk steal outside. Steal his fucking mm-hmm. phone again. You'd think this kid would keep the phone in his pocket. No, nope. he must have just gotten it back or gotten yeah. a new one. I, I would hopefully got a new one. Other, I, I think Ugh. there was too much. Duty and blood on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love when you say things like that, like duty. I feel like I'm the only one that wants to say duty. <laughs> oh, I don't no, like. Yeah. I don't like uh, that. I don't like to talk about number two in any other way other than duty because it just makes it less really scary. Mm-hmm. Ah, so when I said shit gloves, that upset you a little. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not fine, but I'm no. But I'm yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm, Duty I'm, fucks with me more than shit, but let's, <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll table that for another time. I, um, so he, he gets the phone, uh, Eric Roberts gets fucking Ryan's phone. Cause Ryan's so into his appointment now. And then he texts Ryan's friend being Ryan, acting like he's Ryan and says, I'm I'm dating the bride of Frankenstein. Oh, my girlfriend has a huge scar under her left tit. (laughs) I'm dating the bride of Frankenstein Mm -hmm. and sends that to the friend. And apparently that is extremely offensive. Well, it's yeah, you know, it's rude, but it is rude. I had a lot of questions about this because he went he he sent it to someone named Eddie who also. And when Eddie gets the text, it's happens to be. Eddie is the boyfriend of her best friend that we've seen a couple times in the movie. I don't know how the doctor knew who Eddie was or knew who to send that to, or if he just happened to luck out and send it Hmm. to her best friend's boyfriend. Yeah. Listen, there's a lot of holes in a lot of stories. Yeah, you're right. Big one there. Yep. But obviously when the boy, and then when Eddie gets it, he's not a friend that's out there to protect Ryan clearly. Cause he, he says, to his girlfriend, oh, look at this, read this. And yeah. so, and then the do- in the meantime, the doctor deletes the text messages and comes back in and goes, oh, did I leave something? And puts the phone back. And Ryan never knows at this point that he stole it. So what happens, of course, is the everyone tells Sophie about the text, the Bride of Frankenstein text. And she goes to confront Ryan. And she says, do I gross you out? And he says, no. And she, sh- she shows him the text and he goes, I didn't send that text. Somebody obviously hacked me, which is, a, I mean, he's right, but it's, it's a tough defense because when you have yeah. a text on your phone, it's hard to believe someone else sent you sent it. But right. so <laughs> this was my favorite. She, <laughs> she goes, tell me that you, I gross you out. Don't I? And then she pulls up her shirt and I'm expecting yeah, just like a gaping the, wound. Just the most terrifying. She's the tiniest little red yeah. scar on her rib cage or something. And yeah. he and he kind of looks sad when he sees it. And she goes, I knew it. I'm disgusting. I know. Like, well, honey, that's the smallest scar. Oh, I've, it, 
I have a bigger spider bite on my calf right now from like, you know, and I think it might even be weeping if that's a word. It's disgusting, you know, but yeah, here she had like open heart surgery or some shit. And it's like, it's like, oh, like a, it's actually cute. I would describe her scar. Yeah. I'd rock that scar, by the way. Yeah. And also, do you, are you okay with the spider bite? Do you really have one? And have you made sure it's not poisonous? Yeah, no. And, and it could be like a mosquito bite. I don't know. It's it's not really uh, itching anymore. So I think I'm healing. <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, it's like it was. Sure. I just want to make yeah, sure it's not you know like a poisonous. I don't want to hang up and then find out you had a poisonous spider bite or something. Now I'm going to... Uh, wasn't worried about that before, but no, it's it's fine. It's fine. I was being overly dramatic with the weeping. It's fine. Okay. I think. Um That's you good. guys, this is my farewell episode, okay. my swan song. I didn't mean to put that in your head. I think you're fine. Basically, Ryan says, I'm not grossed out. I look away because I feel guilty because I hurt that I caused that. And I do believe him. And because yeah, a, the scar is was not scary at all. And then he tries to kiss her and she goes, what is this mercy sex? And she storms out. Now, obviously, I understand why she's upset, but there's a lot. It just seems ridiculous. But also, of course, she's upset. She thinks her boyfriend said that and she's a sensitive girl. and Her feelings got hurt. Yeah. But he's now Ryan is kind of putting things together because she storms out and he thinks this doesn't make sense. I did not send that text. And I know I just said out loud that I got hacked, but how is that possible? So Ryan is the only uh, critical thinker in this movie. He really is. He really is. I didn't give him much credit in the beginning with the texting and driving, but from that point on, after he almost (laughs) killed her, he has been very responsible. He has. He's that they really maybe got through to him when the dad threw his phone away. So he starts to put it together and he asks Eddie, what time did I get? Did you get that text? I need to know the exact time. So Eddie tells him and obviously Ryan puts together, well, that was the exact same time I was in that doctor's office who I know asked my girlfriend out already and is a little bit creepy. So he goes to confront Eric Roberts in Eric Roberts um, ballsy driveway Mm -hmm. at his house with -hmm, with a case. He has a cane. Yeah. A cane or a single crutch. I, I think he called it a cane. He called it a cane, but I was torn between what I would call it too. Okay. Good. So he says to the doctor, you wanted my girlfriend, you wanted my girlfriend's pants. And Eric Roberts says, wow, wow, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It is what he said, too. (laughs) He did a good Eric Roberts there. Thank you. And they start to argue about it. And Ryan gets angry and swings his crutch at the doctor, to which the doctor responds, not cool. No. Which is it's true. He's almost too, he's too smooth, his responses. You he know? really he wasn't, is. And you could tell Ryan was maybe going to get a soccer scholarship and not a baseball scholarship because, I mean, he, he, the cane was like five feet long and he couldn't even get near him. Nowhere. Swinging at him. No, nowhere near him. And they really made it seem, they really tried to make Ryan seem very pathetic at this point. Yeah, he swung the cane went nowhere near him and then he fell on the ground and he's writhing around and then (laughs) and then and then and you could just I mean, I understand his leg is is not in tip top shape yet, but I I feel like there's a way you could work yourself up off the ground at some point. But he's writhing around like he's lost both arms and both legs. And (laughs) I know like he's like Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) He's, He's like he's like, can you help me up? And 
uh, Eric Roberts is like, yeah, right. You know, but then somehow within a couple seconds, Ryan manages to get himself up and get back into his vehicle and drive himself home. Yeah, they went from a, a turtle on his back to getting up just fine. And the, and Eric Roberts threw his cane you know, away or something like tossed it so he couldn't get to it and then like squeezed his leg where it hurts and gave him all kinds of shit, gave him all kinds of shit. And then when he does make his way back into the car, miraculously, he texts Sophie and says that he, the doctor just finished torturing him. He said he tortured him, which is a little, I mean, kind of true, I guess. I, you know, it's funny because I'm like, did I miss something? Like, yeah, I wouldn't have described it as torturing him. Yeah, I guess he's just talking about when he because he grabbed his leg, grabbed the, where, where the it's her wound. Part. Yeah, and, and I just and said then, the hurt part, the he hurt part, the hurt part. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan, Ryan said to him, "You're supposed to be a doctor," and he goes, "I'm off the clock." So it was there was just a lot of moments <laughs> yeah. that were really wonderful. So he, yeah, he told Sophie that that happened, and Sophie is now she got the text at home it looked like but then all of a sudden she was in a a doll shop in a mall or clothing shop in a mall with her best friend and she shows her friend the text and she says he says he was he the doctor just tortured him or whatever and then in comes eric roberts because he can't take any cues or be subtle no and he is just in the mall in the same shop as her and obviously this is very alarming to them i mean yeah. yeah, it it looked like they were in a Claire's or something, and he just comes like waltzing in. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, hot topic! I needed to go to a hot topic today. What are you guys yeah. doing here?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I need a graphic ringer tea for this thing I have. Um, here we go. And he he has like a bag, and she, and she's like clearly at this point startled. Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, "Oh, I have a what like a peace offering or something. I don't know." And he he gets out this doll. And he gives her a fucking doll. And I yeah, I guess well, she, col- I don't know. Well, it was funny because her friend goes, whoa, when he handed her the doll. And I mean, it, it is creepy, but I didn't understand what that meant until she said, how did you know I collect that? Same. The, then late, it was supposed to mean that, that like, oh, damn, that's a nice doll. Right. Right. No, I I wasn't sure what that meant, honestly. I, I'd be embarrassed. I just thought she thought it was creepy that an old man gave her a doll. But oh, yeah, I guess she wouldn't be like, damn, that's a nice doll. <laughs> I like that's what you thought. I'm like, wow, that was a really nice. That doll must have set him back. Wow. That's a that's yeah. a doctor doll. You know, yeah, that's it a, is. <laughs> an expensive doll. Some doctor money bought that doll. You don't. Anyway, no, it turns out she and she ends up when she well, first she denies the doll. She says, no, thanks. And they bolt on out of there. And then he goes into a bathroom and just rips fucking dolls that doll. (laughs) He's like stomping on its head and pulling its legs apart. God, I would love to film a scene like that. Just FYI, lifetime, if you're listening. Yes, please. Sarah Colonna, you need to film a scene like that. For a lifetime. I could just do it for uh, for probably Instagram. (laughs) Just do it myself. Um. I feel like the closest I'm kind of feeling like that is just like being real tantrum-y and just like you want to lay on the ground and kick your legs till you fall asleep, you know? (laughs) So then, and then she goes home and obviously tells her parents who are like, okay, this is too much. And the dad still kind of is like, well, maybe he just happened to be in the the, um, college girl 
clothing shop that you were in. But yeah. f- she says to her dad, the, he looks at me like a middle school schooler who wants me to teach him to lose his virginity, which is she kind of nailed it. That's yeah, is how he's yeah. been looking at her. It was wordy, but very accurate. And she says the only way he could know I collect those dolls if, is if he's been looking in my window. So he's been looking in my window. And I think, recall your unmade bed. Think about your unmade yeah. bed. Yeah. And you're probably doll clothes on the floor that day. Like, put that together. But she doesn't. And of course, the, da- the dad's first reaction is, because she says, I'm going to, we have to report him. We have to go get her medical information and bring it to a new doctor, blah, blah, blah. And the dad says, I'm not going to ruin this guy's career. And the mom goes, oh, so we're just going to wait till he rapes her. And I'm like, there you go. Boom. Yeah. She didn't beat around the bush. She just was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's following her in a mall and giving her dolls. This isn't good. So, and he's tortured her boyfriend, which I don't even think she brought up to them yet. So that was (laughs) interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Throw that information in there for them. But they go to the hospital. Mom and Sophie go to the hospital. They pick up his her CDs or whatever, her information that, that they need, the scans, and basically tell him to leave her the hell alone in front of a yeah. very uncomfortable lady receptionist who doesn't know what oh, to do I'm, yeah, with this information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to provide customer service when your <laughs> boss is... <laughs> stalking slash ripping a patient and yeah that was just weird it was very weird I wanted to know what that conversation was when they walked away I wanted to know what he said to that lady to make her not maybe I don't know report him to someone else in the hospital oh he was probably like lunch and 15 Lorraine (laughs) probably didn't even address it you know what I mean that's just like She's real cozy. She knows he's a whack job. That's true. Well, now the mom's pissed him off. So he starts looking up her medical records. There's a scene where he starts looking up her medical records because he's going to find a way to get to her, you know. And the best part is the first thing he pulls up is it says, oh, premenopausal. And he goes, mm hmm. As if, oh, that's. Oh, that's why that she ex- went off on me. Yeah. yeah. That explains why she's not too thrilled with me trying to bang her daughter. <laughs> she's got. Yeah, she's mad at her hot flashes, not this, not me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, they wrote it all out on the screen. It said breast tenderness, vaginal dryness. I was like, okay, I feel yeah. like I'm violating her privacy right now. Okay. Yeah. Little Let's- HIPAA here, guys. Let's keep yeah. her safe and protected. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. I just thought it was so funny the way he's like, oh, that, 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 that explains why. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he sees that she's allergic to penicillin, so and finds out what kind of medicine she's on. So then, what does he do, Mary? He's so he like I'll tell you, he's a real he's a real jack of all trades because what he does is he gets some penicillin and he gets some of her capsule pills that she takes for her premenopausal, perimenopausal, whatever, and he like switches them and so it's gonna hurt her because it has penicillin. And then he ships them to her house and she she falls for it and she ends up getting. Uh, poisoned and falling on the ground. Oh, and her daughter walks in and finds her. Oh, he shipped them to her house. I was so confused because I think no, you're right because I for some reason I was I was thinking he was in her kitchen, and I thought why does she have them still in a box and why are they all unopened? I thought oh. he was going to put them in an open thing in her kitchen, but no. What he did was he's not in a rush. Who knows if she has a full bottle at home? But I'm sending her. Her next shipment, and when she gets to these, that'll poison her. I see. I was very confused. I thought he was just in her kitchen doing it, and I was like, "This guy has real easy God. access 
Yeah, he really home. does. No, because no, he put yeah. him in a box. So yes, you're right. He shipped him to her. Thank you for clearing that up for yeah. me. Yeah. No, he's playing the long game. He's not mm-hmm. in a hurry. You know, love, love will stand the test of time. I don't know if that's a saying or anything, but um, it is now. Okay. Now it is. So the daughter. So what's her name? Sophie. Why did mm-hmm. I just forget her name? Holy shit. I, it's been already been a long week. Um, so she, she finds her mom on the floor. So the allergic reaction worked, but so she calls, uh, an ambulance. It's going to take too long. She drives her mom to the ER and, uh, <laughs> and I don't know, but like somebody goes up to, to Eric Roberts and goes, Oh, doc, Dr. Green or Dr. Um, Mrs. Green and her daughter, Sophie are here. She's in here. And then he goes up to the doctor. Cause he sees the mom laying there like asleep and hooked up to machines. And he goes brain damage, huh? Like all happy. <laughs> and then he's like real disappointed to find out it's not that bad. Oh, it was so funny. And that lady who just, I thought it was also the one you just pointed out when the lady walks by his office and goes, hey, guess who's here? Sophie Green and her mom. And then walks away. (laughs) I mean, that is, I don't think that's how that works. I just thought that was very strange as if they're in for a visit. And and she said it all cheery. I mean, the woman was in. Oh, yeah. The woman was like on Doc's door. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then he's real disappointed after happily screaming oh she got brain damage and he says no <laughs> she's fine uh, he has such an infectious smile you know <laughs> he really does. Uh, and then uh yeah and then he sees sophie and he's like congrats on saving your mom your first patient because sophie's wanting to go to medical school she had said at some point in the movie and of course sophie is just creeped out and runs to see her mom and then this firefighter walks by all kind of burned and oh, he'd been yeah. in the er and the doctor just stares at Eric Roberts, just stares at him. And I'm thinking, I don't understand what this is about. But then we see, I mean, I re- like I said, Same. I'd seen this movie before, but I'd forgotten. Well, now she's now we cut to Sophie, who's back in a garage alone on the phone, paying no attention as they do yes. in Lifetime movies. Just you guys just heads up in the garage, heads up just- in the garage. Yes. Pay attention. Look around you. So he attacks her from behind, but she gets like an elbow and she fights back pretty well. She gets an elbow right in the gut and runs to her car, but she dropped her phone just like in every other lifetime movie. Yeah. (laughs) And she, she starts, but she has her keys luckily. So this is not like every lifetime movie. At least she didn't also drop her keys. So she has her keys to start her car. And she, when she starts her car and pulls away, he goes, oh, baby, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. And that is, I just have to say, that is when I learned that I really want Eric Roberts to call me baby. That's- I'm not a fan of that normally, but the way he says it, it's just so nice. It's comforting. It's like a warm yeah. hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the best part after that is he starts following her through this parking garage where there's a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. But not a not another human being. There's no other. No, there's no, no, no shift human, change. Mm-mm. No, it's not. Yeah, no, no. So uh, because of that, he's able to ram her his car into hers and get a crowbar and crack open her window and pull her out with and put some chloroform on her face hole. Yeah, a little chloroform goes a long way. I did note that um Sophie used her blinker in the garage, which you know, is sort of a reminder she's a new driver probably. <laughs> you know I mean? But yeah, so he he crashes into her, uses crowbar to break her window. And I have to be honest, again, not always the brightest bulb, uh but I 
I don't know if I really figured out what was going to happen next. So then split screen, it looks like an accident where she burned to death. Like it's on the news. And yeah, the parents like the, go the to parents, the morgue. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they identify or because the bot and then that took me a second too. But because the body was so burned that it was like unidentifiable, they used what? The dental, dental records, records and mm-hmm. yeah so they didn't well basically what happened was they did a thing where they they show you her crash they like crash into sophie and then the next thing you know is we see they did the lifetime thing where you now you see on the news sophie's dead and her badly yeah. she's so badly burned it's unrecognizable and then a montage of the family going to the morgue and they have to look at this burned body but then they see the ring on her finger that the ryan gave her they think and Everyone just believes she's dead because, of course, the dental records. But then really what's she's strapped to Eric Roberts bed, bed, full arms spread like the legs weren't spread, which is good. I didn't need a spread eagle situation, but they tied up um, a la misery kind of to the bed. And he tell, you know, she thinks he's going to force himself on her and he says no I want it to be consensual don't you worry like dude she's tied up what a gentleman (laughs) what a gentleman captor I know I mean and he tell you know he shows her he's got her a passport and he's going to take her to Cabo and again a little bit of me is like things could be worse things could be worse I was going to say just a guy to put that much effort in it sounds nice (laughs) you know what I mean I mean, like, he's really trying. He's really I, I trying. I, I'm having a hard time finding <laughs> finding out what's wrong here. But <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, it's like my dream. This fucking rich guy just wants to wine and dine me and spoil me in Cabo. And, uh, you know, and honestly. If only he could just be a little less creepy in real life than he would be able yeah. to get women to say ni- these nice things. Well, then they do the kind of quick montage of showing you, listen, he went through a morgue very easily, by the way, he just went and walked in a morgue and started opening drawers and found a body <laughs> yeah. that he thought, thought matched up well, I guess with her size and was a woman. And then he got on a, a computer and changed her dental records. I mean, he has a lot of access to shit and I know he's a cardiologist, but I mean, I, do they know how to change dental records? Yeah, I know. He again, I feel like he he had a different doctor school than most, you know, yeah. like an advanced one or something. <laughs> he yeah. was he's like got a he got a his cardiology degree and a stalker degree. Yeah. <laughs> all at the same time. Well, so now everyone obviously the family thinks she's dead. They don't want to they're not asking any questions, of course, because it was her car, identified dental records, blah blah blah. Well, they get her belongings and the mom says, I want you to have, she would want you to have your ring back, your grandma's ring back. And he says, this isn't oh, the ring. Oh, to Ryan. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, to Ryan. She says, she would want you to have this back. And Ryan says, that's not the ring that I gave her. And the mom is, she seems a little pilled out at this point, which yeah, she wouldn't be. she's been calmed yeah. down mm-hmm. by pharmaceuticals for sure. <laughs> yeah. And she just says, I don't know. Maybe they made a mistake. I don't care. <laughs> so they... <laughs> But Ryan is, again, the only one asking questions and he gets, he somehow manages to get, oh, he gets the mom to ask for the coroner's oh, report. For the coroner's report. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And then when, I'll be honest, I feel like the dad was a piece of shit because, or a piece of duty. Sorry, Sarah. No, but I feel like <laughs> the dad was a dickhead. Like he didn't love her enough. Like <laughs> the kid, the boyfriend's like fighting the good fight here saying, this is bizarre. You know why? Because the He's able to see that Dr. Beck slash Eric Roberts 
logged onto the corp coroner's report. Yeah, you know, at, like at one twenty-five in the morning, and he goes, "Why right. would a cardiologist log into this report?" And the dad's like, "I don't know. I mean, come yeah. on, you're making this harder on us." And it's like, I want my dad to question if I'm dead or not. If right. I, you know, if there's a little bit of a possibility, I want my dad to help me play hard to get to a stalker older man just a little yeah. bit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But making it so easy. But right. Ryan isn't giving up. He says, I'm going to Dr. Beck's. And he says to the mom, you should come along too. So they. And she'll go along with anything at this point, which yeah. I don't blame her with that no. level of Xanax needed, you know? Yeah. So they go there. The doctor's about to give her a sponge, give Sophie a sponge bath. It's all super creepy. And the Ryan and the mom pull up and they, of course, didn't bring the cops and and Mm-mm. she's the mom says, well, we should have called first. And he goes, well, I didn't want to tip him off. And I'm like, I'm like OK, but you're walking right up his fucking driveway in Broadway daylight. Yeah. But OK. Yeah. But then they do end up they knock on his door. So I guess they and and he opens the door and they say, I know Sophie's here. I want to see Sophie. And he's hobbling up the stairs with his cane again. They're doing their best to make him look really, really pathetic. And yeah, he's, Sophie, yeah. Sophie. But obviously the doctor is already taken care of hiding Sophie because he saw them coming in and you know it's it's what you expect they argue and Sophie is nowhere to be found because he has chloroformed her again and stuffed her in a trunk at the end of the bed where they have a conversation literally while sitting on top of the trunk right yeah that was sort of creepy that feeling of like oh my god yeah that would be torture if you could hear that yeah Um, yeah and and you know I'm it's not necessary to report, but I'm going to Ryan drives an extended cab Toyota pickup truck. I'm not sure why Lifetime is so loosey goosey with their carbon footprint, but um, Mm. there's no reason why a teenage boy needs a giant truck like that. Also, good point. Yeah. Just, you know, trying to be sort of whatever. Um, uh, The next. So then like Sophie, he like slammed after the they leave or whatever. Yeah, because they think it's a mistake. He's fine. Obviously, they think, oh, we must be wrong. And and even like Eric Roberts is kind of like, oh, you know, I I am sad when I lose patients, too. And I I cared about her. And so they're kind of like, oh, all right, maybe we're dickheads, you know, whatever. Yeah, Oh, yeah. I know the mom goes, oh, I'm so sorry. She comforts him. Fuck off. He was still trying to bang her. You know that much. Right. Yeah, she's safer if she's dead from this guy, to be honest. But um, yeah. yeah. And then the next day, he's all excited and jazzed and, you know, packed up, ready to go to Cabo with with his girl, you know, but he <laughs> wants to give her um, breakfast first, which, you know, makes sense that it would be turkey and mashed potatoes. Why? I don't know, but it looked good. I, I don't know it if I was just hungry good. or what, but I thought, there yeah. you go. A, a man who can cook also. Check another box. Tell me what's wrong with him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah. Well, and then I'll tell you what's wrong with you. Yeah, I know. actually, that's that's a, a a little bit of a longer list. But um, so Sophie does what I always envision I would what I think like you would do with a captor. I don't fucking know. I've never lived through that. Thank God. But she tells him that she liked the way he touched her last night. Mm-hmm. Like she's trying to like get him to like, when he was you know, giving her the creepy sponge bath. Yeah. She's yeah, trying to yeah. mind, mind fuck him or whatever. Fuck with his mind. Right. Get him. Yeah. And he'll take any fucking from Sophie, but no, but he's like, he doesn't believe her, but then she fucking kisses him. And I was like, wow, she's going full method, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. getting into it. Mm-hmm. 
And then she's like, I'm ready now. And I was like, Ooh, you know? My yeah. Doctor. And he, and he's all questioning it. He goes, well, why would you be ready now? And she says, well, you're a doctor. I assume, you know, you're the way around the human body. And he, he says, well, I did have to take a full semester of gynecological exam. And I'm like, Oh no, this is not sexy talk. This is not at all. Wait. So she, yeah, that's right. Okay. Cause she's like, she tells him she's like that she never had a real orgasm. Or she right. says, I've never had a real one. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I read the book cover to cover or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, and then she jumps the gun. She does. Yeah. He unties you know, her one of her arms and she goes right for the knife from the turkey. And right. It doesn't work. No. And, and, and I, yeah, I think I'd wait for him to be a little bit more vulnerable. Vulnerable. You know, yeah, get him to get actually got to let him go a little further. Unfortunately, maybe untie the other arm. Maybe you have to stroke the back of his neck and then. But, you know, you don't have much because even if you stabbed him, you still got you're tied up. I mean, I guess maybe in your mind, you'll have the knife to cut your legs. I don't know. She wasn't. Obviously, she's panicking and she did try the, you know, the I love my captor method method and that didn't work. And then he obviously caught her arm right away and there was no stabbing. And he. She, he basically says, I just want someone to be with me. Why is that too much to ask? And she calls him insane. And he mm. goes, if you step, you want to stab me, I'll take your arms. I wrote this down. You want to run? I'll take your legs. You want to scream? I'll take your voice. And then who you say, you say nobody would want me. Well, who would want an armless, legless mute like you? <laughs> I mean, those are, those are some cutting words there. Anyway, he's going to prepare his kitchen for surgery where he's going to turn her into an armless <laughs> legless mute. Yeah. And she wriggles out of her straps and he goes up to the room to get her and she is able to hit him with a lamp. I'm glad he yeah. did. He seemed to have left her shoes on this whole time, by the way, he put her in a gown or maybe oh. she got her shoes and put them back on, but somehow she got her shoes back on. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's so funny. Yeah, because I was I just noted when she had a she ran outside, she got him with a lamp once and that didn't really do it. And then she got a golf club and he does not go down easy. I have to say, usually one swing in a lifetime movie puts someone down, but it takes several swings and she's pissed and he keeps getting up and then she's pissed and she's like, fuck you. But I just noticed that she when when he finally goes down from all the golf club swinging, she runs to she grabs his keys and runs to his car to drive herself home. and. Um, I just noticed that she had shoes on and I was glad for her. I wow. Yeah. That's a I good... mean, maybe, maybe she had time to put them on and her feet were bare before that. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I wouldn't have cared if I found my shoes, but maybe, he, maybe he did leave them on again. He's a gentleman. I she think. needs to be able to run at some point. Yeah. So maybe she, but then, okay. So what happens? We're finally, we're at the end. She, yeah. she drives to her home where her funeral is in or oh. wake is in full motion yeah that was eerie like to roll up on your own funeral oh you know? so creepy and i, I <laughs> she shows up I, she like walks in like slow motion and i think maybe it's even buttoned with a i'd give anything to see her again and then mm-hmm. the best friend is talking and she sees her standing in the back and it takes you know the parents jump up and run to her and hug her and then we see ryan <laughs> he gets oh. up kind of kind of slow motion yeah looking at her and starting to kind of hobble forward and then he drops the cane and oh. runs for her full 
sprint. Full sprint. And I'm, I don't know if they just wanted us to know that he's now he's going to get that scholarship or what. It's a but they, mir- fucking miracle. It's cured. <laughs> it's a miracle. And I, he, he tears up and, and whole, I would have screamed to, I fucking told all of you she wasn't oh, dead. Yeah. I would have wanted my moment. And I was thinking about that too. It's sort of like this, like, I'm again, I don't know if I'm a narcissist or just my self esteem is so low, but I was thinking like, if I walked into my own funeral, I feel like I'd I'd wait in the back till everyone was done talking because I'd want to hear what they said before I like was like, hey, one hundred percent. Because what if someone was like, you know what, I could have taken her leave, like, and then yeah, and then you just would leave, maybe leave and go. Right. You got the keys. Maybe you could go back to his house, get all his inf- information, go move to his house in Cabo without him. I don't know. I'm not even kidding because I'll be honest. It was nice to see like, oh, she's back with her family, her fucking boyfriend. I wouldn't want to relive my college years. So when they when they showed um, the, the last scene where it shows that Dr. Beck, Eric Roberts. Um, he got away. He woke up from the clubbing. Mm hmm. Yep. He got away. He bandaged himself up. He's just really good at self-care. The cops go to the house. They don't find him. He's gone. And then uh, it shows him in Cabo. And I thought, God, that looks fucking nice. It did look nice. He had a margarita. And then the and the waiter comes. He's sitting at a restaurant. And he's just smiling, looking around. And the waiter yeah. comes up and asks him if he's waiting on someone. And he says, yes, she'll be here any minute now. And just like in the beginning he's waiting for a fucking date to show up and then that's it and we know that we got three more movies of eric roberts to go that he's always going to make it to cabo at the end or somewhere i love it so much and i love the fact that there's three more it's how i feel when i watch like the first show of like a binge worthy series like you're just so it's like the friday of the weekend like we know there's more i can't wait we have to do some of the others i know no we're going to um well, that it the button on it, but him being in Cabo, guys, it just oh. gave us all the feels, and we we are glad yeah. that you let us, um, you know, go take a look back in time at Eric Roberts and stalked my by my doctor, the OG, and we will probably be covering the rest from here on out. Yeah, and I'm gonna work on my script. Um, in love with a stalker. Mm, you should. This is. A solid option for you because I have learned from this podcast something that I didn't know is that you definitely want to be held captive by <laughs> by someone yeah, well, who loves just, you, not by well, someone just mean. By or, Eric Roberts, yeah, the way he he treated the the his, the the his love interests, you know, he was never bad to him until they till they said I don't like him. you. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's true. So, the minute you so, say I, you're insane, he really doesn't like that. Right. So just don't call him out on his insanity you know <laughs> i feel like he'd be a generous lover <laughs> well, yeah i, I mean know. he says himself he knows the body um all right oh, well i'm sorry yeah uh, too far mary and for the rest of you you know we're here every tuesday and every friday with a new recap of married at first sight oh my god yes buckle up that's gonna be great too love you guys I love you guys. I love you, Sarah. Bye, Mare Bear.